It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, Rangers really don't make it easy. Um, do they? Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Rangers Rebel Podcast. This is, of course, your match reaction after Rangers just about <laughs> beat Sparta Prague at Ibrox 2-1 to put us in a, a better, a much better position than we were at the beginning of the night. Um, it's not all signed, sealed and delivered just yet, but we have uh, took a massive, massive step tonight towards qualification out of the group stages of the Europa League. Um, hello, welcome, everybody. I hope you're all well. Like and subscribe and all that good stuff. If you if you don't normally, then do it. If this is your first time here, subscribe. Hello. Um, I am joined tonight by Stu and Ian, who were on the build-up, and Connor. Connor, how are you? Not too bad, I. I am... My heart rate's just about came down after the last 20 minutes of that game, I must say, but... Uh, Delighted overall with with the three points. And Ian, the question everybody wants to know is, was it? Yeah, bet your ass yes. it was. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, yeah, you did. To be fair, you did say any win, didn't you? You did say I that. did say any win, and that'll do me. I mean, I've had about three heart attacks, but the plates calmed me down. <laughs> but well, I mean, from what we know about you, then I would imagine it normally would. Um, Stuart, I think this might be a slightly different reaction to normal. Like I said, like I always, in fact, I always start with us. You know, we like to you know go through the game, the game, the game chronologic chrono. Uh, do you know what we like to go through the game from start to finish? Right, <laughs> that just that word is not coming out my mouth. Um, and then discuss some individual performances, but just just the fact that we somehow managed in the end, to kind of grind that out. It probably, the way the game went, shouldn't have been like that. And apart from the score, almost a carbon copy of the first game. Yeah, I I don't think it was... Obviously, listen, it wasn't close. We, we pretty much dominated the majority of that game and, and we should have been absolutely out of sight. Um, 
obviously Danilo has the goal disallowed. He has the one that hits the post. We're, we're looking really good. And then all of a sudden, everyone forgot how to finish. And Danilo slows him one wide and Seema shanked one wide. And, and you're thinking, oh, here we go. And then they've scored pretty much. I mean, they had that sort of half chance on the edge of the box, but they scored their only chance pretty much. That said, as nervous as I was, we didn't really face much pressure. I thought we managed the stoppage time really, really well. Um, no thanks to, obviously, the fans throwing the extra ball on the pitch, which somehow led to two extra minutes being added on when there was only a minute played at that point. I don't know mm-hmm. what happened there. Um, but but Lawrence and Barisic and, and real special mention to Dessers, who I actually thought was excellent when he come on, just putting his body about, getting the ball down, keeping us in possession up the pitch, which was so vital. Um, it, it was just, it's been a long time since I've said we've had real good game management, but tonight was absolutely perfect. It was, it absolutely was. And I want to actually, Connor, start off in a, in a massive positive for a change. Um, and it's a comment for, for Larry D. Um, Sparta Prague are a, are a decent team, they're good, they're a good team. So to take four points is actually very good going, and I completely agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Of course it is. Um, I think we'd take you know snatch your arm off to get four points out of them uh, a few weeks ago before we'd played the first leg. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we didn't need to do that. No, people already think we're related. That's just ridiculous. Uh, anyhow, no, I think obviously as I say before the first game, we'd have taken four points of them. Um, you know. We had moments in both games that could have swung it the other way, and, and it didn't. Um, and they're a good side. You know, we came off the Irish result and everything that was going on at that time, and we've come back and, and, and bagged in a, you know, a, a few points there. Obviously, we've still got two games to go, so it's by no means job done. Mm-hmm. But it is exactly the kind of you know position we needed to put ourselves in, um, especially after you know what happened in Cyprus. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. No, uh, no. We'll, we'll, we'll just chalk that down to experience, shall we? That seems to be the, the common thing to do when something really, really fucks up big, big time. You just chalk it down to, to experience. Um, Ian, comment from channel member Heather. A month ago, they'd have absolutely gubbed us. So the difference Philippe Clement has made is amazing. And I will take any opportunity I can to heap praise on our manager. Definitely. I mean, the, the difference, you can actually see the difference already. What was it? Two, three weeks he's been in, in, in at the club and you can see it. There is a there's a system, there's a start of a structure, there's a start of promising things going ahead. And if we can just melt it all for 90 minutes, we don't have to have um, tough little moments, despite fairly much being, like Stu said, being in charge the whole game. Um, it's going to be brilliant going forward. Um, I, I agree. I think Sparta, home and away would have beaten us if the previous regime was still there. Um, considering the, the display we got in uh, Limassol. So it's a massive, brilliantly great, I don't even know where I'm going here, um, turnaround. <laughs> and, um, to, to, to walk away against this team who are dangerous and they've given every team in this, in this group, I think, a run so far um, to get four points out of a possible six is fantastic, considering where we were a month or so ago. Right, Stu, let's have a conversation, shall we? Um, the first half, we'll touch on the goals, but the first half, I thought we were excellent, 
right? But I actually thought that we were excellent playing with less than 11 men. And I'm maybe going to single out two players. I'm not singling them out. I don't think John Lundstrom ever actually started the game. Um, and Lammers made some really good runs. But for me, and correct me if I'm wrong, every single time he got the ball, we pretty much lost it. Um, so I think that first half, I thought we were, we were excellent. We created loads of chances. We scored a couple of goals. We should have scored more. Um, and, and that was us being excellent, I think, with, with two players missing. Yeah, it was, a, it was a funny one. I think Lammers, at least, I'm trying to like really reach deep for the positives here. Um, he put himself about, I, I like that he's going into challenges now, which is something he, he never really did before. He's got good ideas and he's got good feet. It just doesn't happen for him at all. And I think there was one, um, obviously this is the second half, he plays out to Jack. He plays it off the pitch, which I actually thought was Jack's fault. And then immediately the ball comes back to him and he plays it behind Seema. And he just he just couldn't get anything going. A um, couple of nice touches, like you say, a couple of nice runs and, and good movement that created space, but on the ball, which is what he's paid for. That's that's what we brought him in for, right? He's, he's supposed to be a talented ball player. Um, he's clearly got a great effort on him because we've seen that he's, he's both footed, but for some reason it, when he's got the ball at his feet, it's sort of two times out of 10, he plays a really clever pass. And then the other eight times he, he loses possession because it's just a real sloppy pass. Um, Lundstrom, I, you know, so I don't want to, I don't want to go into any negatives tonight because I'm feeling on a real high, but I thought he was an absolute disgrace tonight, if I'm completely honest. I thought he was horrendous all night. And Lundstrom's had some good games for us lately. But for me, we need to look at moving him on as soon as possible because his half-arsed attitude of, you know, he, honestly, if we conceded the last-minute equaliser there, he'd have gone home and had a normal night. It wouldn't have affected him at all because he just, it's just like he doesn't care when he's on the pitch. Um, he's, he's too easy to go past... He doesn't get back like he should. And again, tonight, I don't know how many times we've said it, he, he just doesn't play to the whistle. He, he thought there was a foul and he just stopped and looked at the ref. And it, he, he does this so often where he stops and he waits for the ref to blow a whistle instead of playing on. And it's cost us goals before. So, yeah, it, it was a little bit like playing with two men down. Um, but the important part is we got through it and um, it, was, it was a good performance overall. It's just, I thought... Early on, we've taken those two early chances. We'd maybe sort of banish those demons that were, um, you know, that, those we don't take our chances and, and and we don't kill games off. And I, and I thought we were going to do it nice and early this time, and and we just made it a little bit hard on ourselves. But overall, you know, excellent performance from from you know ninety percent of that team tonight. Yeah, and I'll, I'll take this to you, Ian, um, because it's Ian who spells his name the same way as you in the comments, and he's saying, look, that's not fair, Stu. Lundstrom has uh, come on leaps and bounds under the manager, and I agree he has. But just my my worry is that performances like tonight, and look, maybe I've read it wrong. Maybe Lundstrom played well. I'm just telling you what I've seen with my eyes, and maybe I'm wrong, and I'm happy for anybody in the comments to tell me that I am. But, but Ian, like I say, just from the, from the first whistle, it was almost as if he was in a daydream. He, he wasn't reacting when he was getting the ball. He was slow. He was ponderous. And like I say, I don't want to come on after a fantastic win and we will discuss the win, believe me, and we'll discuss Danilo and we'll discuss Connor Goldson, who I thought was excellent. Jack Butland was great. Ross McCausland, when he came on, breath of fresh air. Exciting, going to be brilliant for the future. 
that we'll get this out the road and it'll probably be discussed more um, tomorrow night. But when Lundstrom has games like that and the position that he plays for us, it could have been costly. Particularly at this level. You can't have games like that at this level. Uh, there was a few times tonight where it's sort of the ball's being played around him and he's just sort of looking around in a circle trying to keep up with the, the speed of the play. And I think he got in the way a couple of times as well, as did Lammers. Um, and it's just... It wasn't the Lundstrom that we've seen the last few weeks. That's definitely for sure. And like I said before we come on, I said the goal really affected him. Their goal really affected him. He seemed to just sort of go to pieces a little bit after their goal and started making decisions that were not what we've been seeing lately. He's not banished his the ghosts of this season for him and last season. Um There are still scars, obviously, with this team going forward. But Lundstrom tonight, it it they just. Compared to Sunday, it's chalk and cheese. I mean, Sunday, he's busting a gut and one of the fastest players on the pitch. Tonight, he just didn't look as if he knew what he wanted to do or had to do and was poor. But can you expect it from him? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he didn't play well. I mean, I know I'm, I'm, I'm here, I've seen some comments saying he's getting talked up on TNT after the game. Um, they must have seen a different game to what we've, or at least you and I have seen, Martin. I'm not going to talk to the other guys. They can make their no. own opinions on it, but... And, and listen, there's people in the comments saying that they thought he played well. And football's all about opinions. It's absolutely all about opinions. Um, so yeah, you, you can only go on what you see. I can't come on and make stuff up, you know, because um, I'm I'm terrible at lying. So I just I can't do it. Um, Andrew McDonald, channel member, has gifted five Rangers Rabble post podcast member. I kind of get my words up tonight. Um, podcast memberships. Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, that is uh, very, very generous. Thank you very much. Right, okay, Connor. Like I say, po- a ma- it's a massive positive tonight. We've won the game. First half, I thought, you know, we, we started brilliant. I, I, we actually started a lot better than I thought we were going. Um, and, you know, it's, it's not a negative, but should Danilo have done better with that first chance when Campbell plays it along the box? Does Campbell play it with too much power? It just seemed to me as if, again, I'm going to use the same kind of phrase, but Danilo was just a wee bit slow to react. I don't know. I think it's maybe a bit harsh because it is very, very quick for Campbell. Um, I'm not sure how much of that was you know, a, a pass for Campbell and how much it was a shot. It was a bit of both. Because um, I think if he just opened the foot up, Campbell and, and and you know just played it a bit more crisply, then he either got in just fine, Danilo. Because you see, by the time he's actually slid in, the ball's kind of already passed him. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously, if he's maybe further up in a better position, but then he could have been offside. So, no, I, I would I would say that one's more the pass, no being quite there for Cantwell. Um, but to be fair, Danilo, you know we've said it um, before especially after the Dundee game, what he does is he's always in that area. He's always there to have those opportunities and sniff them out. Um, and, you know, eventually he will score more of them than he won't uh, if he keeps going the way he's gone. We've seen that with the goal he gets. Yes, we're <clears throat> benefiting a bit for some sloppy play for Sparta, to say the least. It, it's, you know, it's madness to me when a defender does that because it's come out to him, OK, the keepers put him under a, a bit of pressure. But the last thing you do is turn back in that situation. You know, Cruyff turn back and try and play a pass. If you have to kick it out for a throw and just regather yourself, that's what you do. 
He didn't do that. And Danilo's there putting the pressure on, doing what I haven't seen a Rangers striker do in a long time, it feels, um, and chasing down every one of those balls and putting them under pressure uh, and asking the question. Because, you know, teams like Sparta, who play out for the back, and a lot of teams do it now in the modern game, there's mistakes in them when you put them under that, that level of pressure. Um, and, and tonight we've seen, we seen one of them, but, you know, aside to the mistake, I've got to say, it's a lovely finish for Dino because he, he's come in and he's, he's slotted at home on his left. And I think a lot of players there would have went, you know, with the right and had it across the goalkeeper um, <clears throat> or tried to go near post. And instead he's just put, he's placed it in and it's a, it's a great finish. Um, and no more than we deserved for our endeavours at the start of the game because we really were, you know, we came flying at the traps in the front foot. And it's no something, you know, we, we've seen <clears throat> for a while now, I was kind of have slow starts to games and then, you know, maybe the first half, nothing much happens. And then the second half, we spring into life and we start creating the chances and start being a bit sharper. Um, and I think under Clermont and games so far, it's it's not been like that. We have started a lot quicker under Clermont. I don't know what it is that he's, that he's done. I don't know if it's a, I don't know, if it's a different energy drink. He's got them drinking or something. I have no idea, but we're coming out so much more confident and our own ability in these games. Um, yes, there are moments, obviously, we'll touch on a bit later, that can be tidied up, but that's what I want to see us do. You know, go and take it to them. And we've done that tonight, and it, you know, certainly paid off in the first half anyway. Oh, yeah, it did. Um, but, but Stu, I'm giving all the credit to the first goal for Danilo. I don't care what the defenders done. It's the fact that, and we've seen it so early on, our press. I haven't seen us press that well. And God knows how long. I I don't even think, and it's so, you know, short into the manager's time. I don't even think we pressed as good as that under Gerard. Now maybe that's just the after match, you know, hype in my head, and I'm getting a wee bit excited in the head of myself. But Danilo, basically, the whole game he was on, done that, and you get your just rewards. Yeah, I think I think the first credit for me goes to Clement because for me, he's he's watched Sparta in in what they do. There was a I can't remember the lad. I'm going to forget his name now. I completely ruin it. But he's um he's a guy out in Czech Republic, I believe, and, and he does all the graphics and, and the stats for the, the, the scout and stuff. And, and he put up the week before we played him at their place how Rangers can hurt Sparta. And he said Sparta will completely and intently play out from the back and they will take risks to do that. They will 100% put themselves under pressure every single time to try and break a press. And Clement has obviously watched that, seen where we can hurt them and and obviously had Danilo it's, it's you know listen it's still down to the players but he's he set us up and you saw it wasn't just Danilo closing down it was Danilo would go Seema would come across to cover a pass and it was it was just done as a team and that's what I always say about a press if you don't do a press as a team it's pointless doing a press at all because you actually just take one player out of position and a good team will pass through you so yeah first of all I thought Clement is, is obviously set us up really well there Danilo is, is done fantastic to actually pull it off um and then the finish as well, like the, he gives the keeper the eyes because for a right-footed player, that's so easy to try and bend that in the near post. And, and he's just comfortable to take it on his left, gives him the eyes and, and then just rolls it in the bottom corner. And, and he sort of, it's becoming his little trademark in that game, at least, because he, he gave the keeper the eyes again later on when he hit, when he hit the post. So um, superb all round. I'm, I'm falling in love with Danilo, I've got to be honest. He's he's absolutely excellent. And, and how he wasn't getting a start in the first place under Bill, I'll, I'll never know. Um, there's also a little bit of Danilo trivia for you if you want it. 
he, um, he became our third South American to score in a major European competition. One is obviously Morelos. Morelos. Who is the third? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Ian, Ian's got it. Gonna go with Emerson. Emerson. It's Emerson. I don't even remember Emerson scoring for us, but yeah, it was Emerson. I mean, you could have let you could have let the viewers have a wee chance. No, I've seen them on the quiz. I've seen them on the quiz, man. They're too good. Yeah. Uh, just quickly saying that as well, just to give them a little bit of praise because he's probably not going to get much. Sorry, sorry. David Peace put Stephen Dobson. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, no, just because he won't get a lot of praise for his performance tonight, but I did think with the first goal, Sam Lammers actually makes a really good run, which occupies a couple of the defenders because that plants a seed then and there. Is Dino going to shoot? Is he going to pass? It's a very clever run that he's made. So I do think. In that aspect, it's certainly an intelligent piece of play for him. So there we go. That that's somebody's compliment for me. No, listen, and that was the point I made. I hate coming on here and slating players, especially after a fantastic win and you know a really, really important one. But Ian, you can continue making all the great runs you want, but if you can't do anything on the ball and you're giving the ball away and you, it's it's just it's not making good runs isn't enough. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's not. I mean, yeah, okay. Makes the space for for Cantwell to to get his goal, and and it's it's great. But other than that, that's all he did. A couple of touches here and there, and a couple of good balls here and there. But over a ninety minute period, that's not anywhere near good enough. Um, it's it's not it's not right. But we'll we'll leave that there. We'll park that there. We'll go back to the positive stuff, Ian. And yes, I the, the the first goal, like I say, you know, Danilo he makes his own luck with the pressing. Absolutely fantastic. And then not long after. I suppose he gets the assist for the for the Cantwell goal. Um, again, fantastic finish for, for for Todd. And you think after that, you know, oh, we're going to go and add another another couple here before before half time. Well, at that point, it was three shots on target and two of them had gone in. And <laughs> when was the last time that's happened for us? They, they, I don't know when the last time was. Like I said in the chat, what a time to be alive! Um, and then we started creating more chances after. I mean, Cantwell's fake shot then. Into the split. I thought we'd actually sort of given up the, the chance with by doing that, and then he just slots it in the corner. So a lovely finish. Um, he had a one that uh, the 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 chance just before that as well, where he sort of the awkward touch and then the sort of scissor kick volley. If that had gone in, then I don't think I'd have had any plates left. Uh, but I, he, he took his goal well, and I, you can't talk too highly account well. And if that, like someone said in the, the comments somewhere else earlier on, saying that if that's him only 75% fit, God help him when he gets 100%. Um, the lad is just a quality player. And I, every single time that uh, he does the good stuff for us, it makes it, I scratch my head even more as to why Norwich let that man just slip out the club for nothing. No, <laughs> it's mental, and it's absolutely mental. Um, look, there's a lot of people talking about McCausland. We will come on and talk about McCausland in a wee bit, um, because anybody who's a regular viewer on here will know how much I like to promote the youth and, and want to see youth getting a chance. 
Um, if anything, I'm probably going about it a wee bit too much to annoy everybody. Um, but what we've seen tonight is is just so encouraging. It really, really, really is. Um, Stu, a lot of people will say if you if you obviously take the second half into consideration, that, you know, Sparta weren't great in the first half. They maybe underperformed, but I don't think that would be very fair on us. I think, and you know, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Clermont had a game plan, but it's already having a game plan. It's for all or the majority of those players on that park to then go out and and put together that game plan. And is is that quite possibly the Best complete first half performance we've had in God knows how long. Certainly this season, from from memory anyway, um, it was just we were relentless, which is is not something that that we could said too often. Certainly not in the first half. We even under you know Geo and 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 Bill, even under Gerard towards the end, we just seemed to start games so slowly. And I don't know what it is, what crept into the club to for it to be like this. We always seem to the players need a rocket just at half time just to come out and and actually perform. Today was completely different. Um, you know, it was we started fast. We, the players are playing to the game plan, and it's not just playing to the game plan. It's obviously players now understanding what Clement wants. Um, he's had a lot longer with them in training now. It's it's been a couple of months. Um, you know, he's or a couple of months, maybe not not that long, but he's 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 had long enough in training with them to actually get the ideas across now. Uh, and and realistically, there, there's more to come. Um, you know, this this is the very start of his reign, and there's going to be bumps in the road, of course, because that's how football is. No no manager's going to have it perfect, but still unbeaten. Still unbeaten. I think we're in really good hands at the moment, um, and I, I'm just I'm more excited to see where he goes once he gets a window, um, two windows, I guess, January window and then and then the summer window, and and what he can start doing when he refreshes the team a bit, because there's a lot of these players, you know, we, we were literally sitting there saying, take Butland away, have any of the signs been a success, and and. Now we're sitting here and, and these signings are getting used and they're getting used well. And I know like missed a few people and myself have moaned about Lammers. Um, but but even Dessers, who's who's the whipping boy most weeks, I thought he come on and done really, really well when he come on. Um, you know, it's just it, it's night and day, even getting Tav back performing. Goldson, I thought was brilliant tonight, and and I'm one of his biggest critics. It was just seeing these players I don't know it's, it's like a little spark back in them the, the thunders back a little bit in a lot of these players and and it feels like they're going to enjoy their football under Clement um which is it's the main thing you if you don't enjoy your football then then you're not going to play well in games and and it's like we had that little Cantwell Raskan relationship and I don't know if anyone I don't know why I just called him Raskan either the commentators <laughs> are getting through to me um, I don't know if you saw the little clip with Danilo and, and Cantwell at the end but even them two seem to have this little relationship now and and that's what you want to see you want to see these players building these you know a, a little dancing in the corner and stuff like that it doesn't look like much but it's, it's showing the relationship these players are building with each other so um just super positive at the moment and then really like it, it I'm back to now dreading the international break because I, I just want more Rangers and I want more games as soon as possible. I honestly can't wait for the next one. I know, I know. The next international break is going to be gotten. Um, Connor, in terms of tactics, now I'm not a tactics guy. I'm, I'm one of these guys that I'll start a football manager save and I'll get about eight games in and then I'll start a new one because it's not going to be I want it and it's just that vicious cycle. I just continuous, continuously start new football manager saves. Um, 
I thought it was quite clever, but I thought we've seen a lot more long balls tonight than what we usually would. Um, I know that Goldson, you know, can hit a lovely diagonal, as as obviously can Davies, but we seem to use that quite a lot tonight. We did, but I think that was clearly planned on the basis of how their defensive shape was because, you know, they didn't look comfortable dealing with those balls over the top. And to be fair, what I would say is that, you know, Danilo, Sima um, in particular, you know, they, they were out muscling the Sparta defenders um, in a lot of those instances, um, as you would expect them to, because they are bigger players than them. Um and I think it was a very clever tactic, you know, that we deployed, you know, let's cause them troubles. Because sometimes, you know, we all like watching, you know, proper good passing football and pass move, one touch stuff. You know, it's all great to watch. But sometimes you need to have the adaptability to just change depending on your opponent. Because for some opponents, we could have passed the ball around all night tonight and it might not have proved fruitless. Whereas just unnerving their back line with a couple of long balls, even if, you know, they're not maybe leading to goals, um, but it's planting a seed in their their heads constantly. Um, every time they come forward, that they're, they're being muscled in these challenges, um, and that they are starting to struggle with. It. And, and you just knock them off their game enough. Um, and, and I thought it, it did that to me. It had the desired effect. And to be fair, it, it certainly helps when you've got players like Goldson, um, you know, and Tav to the degree as well, um, and also can play those long balls. I think. In terms of a long diag, I think there's nobody better at the club than Conor Goldson for that. Some of the passes he can pull, um, you know, it doesn't always pay off for him. Sometimes it goes wayward, but when, when he pulls it off, which I think he does more often than not, he, he plays smashing balls. Um, and yeah, it was it was smart, and it shows a manager who's actually done his homework and understands the team he's playing against, um, and, and they can assist them in the way that they're going to attack the game and play instead of just going out there going well. Pfft, Fuck it, let's just see what happens. If they outplay us, hey, they're a better team. <laughs> it's better. It's good proactive management. And I'll just say, by the way, that um, Bra- is it Brian? I don't think it's pronounced Brian, but I'm going to say Brian Prisk, the Sparta Prague manager, um, has said that overall Rangers were the better side, particularly in the first half. We didn't defend or attack the way we can. So it's refreshing to hear a manager coming out and effectively saying, no, they were a better team and, and they absolutely deserve to win it. Ian, on the build-up, <clears throat> excuse me, I mentioned that um, sh- do we need to see a wee bit more from Sima? And, and I actually meant in terms of end product, right? I think people took it the wrong way. I think Sima's been excellent. I just meant in terms of that final third with the cross balls or the finishing. Um, but forget cross balls and finishing tonight. I thought Sima was one of our best players. I thought he was excellent. I thought, um, see, just having that ability. And, and Alan McCoy's mentioned it a few times in commentary. And by the way, no being bitter, but how good is it having somebody commentating that actually understands football? Oh, it makes such oh. a difference. Um, but in terms of Sima, you know, being able to dra- run with the ball, um, he, he just he gives us so many options. I thought he was outstanding. Yeah, he gives you that hard work, 100% every single game. I mean, tonight on Sunday, okay, he wasn't in the game as much on Sunday, but the work rate that boy went through, and he did exactly the same tonight. Yeah, his crossing at times was ridiculous. I think at one point he he got down the wing, beat the man, got the ball, looked like he was set to cross, and then booted it into the Copeland. But he had to do the hard work to get into that position anyway, so we'll forgive him for that. And... It's, it's shooting boots, maybe on another day he gets a couple, but 
overall a fantastic. He just he's worked so hard. His work effort, his work ethic, and everything. He's just up and down that that uh, left hand side, and he covers Borna quite well for most of the game. There was, a, I think, one point in the first half where I, the ball broke out to them and there was just nobody there. And you're wondering where Borna and Seymour were. But we got through it. I mean, he's he's still young in the grand scheme of things. I mean, we don't even play our youngsters at 22, 23 anyway. Um, I mean, McCausland coming in is, is something unusual. So he's still young. He's got a lot to learn. But he can, at his age, be moulded into a better player. And the, the finishing and the passing, the crossing can only get better at his age. It can improve. Where, I mean, bless him, I love Sakala to bits, but there's no way that that man was going to improve any further than what he was. So with Seymour, we've got that. Unfortunately, will we actually have him long enough to do that? Will we be able to sign him? I don't think so. So no. hopefully if we can get him on loan again, because um, you never know, these things do happen. But he, he was fantastic tonight and one of the better players on the pitch. Thankfully, because if he has a dull game on that side, I think Borner's under a lot more pressure than he actually was. And it gave Borner a nice, easy time of it, realistically, overall. I mean, in Scotland, Stu, um, it, what Seema done tonight, you know, we don't really have to rely on him doing that because we have so much of the ball and so much of the possession. Um, but in terms of, you know, nobody else in that park, I think, could give us what he gave us tonight, and that was basically an out. Um, I, I think we've seen with Danilo... Danilo's fantastic with the ball at his feet and he can score goals. I don't think his hold-up play is, you know, the best. He can do it, but I don't think that's his natural game. Sima just gives you an option that we don't have. Yeah, yeah, and certainly, like you mentioned, in Europe especially, because he gets that space in behind as well. Um, <clears throat> you saw he's, he's picked that ball up on the halfway line in the first half, right towards the end of the half, and he's he's just spun the lad and... and he knows how fast he is, and that's what I love. Scala did as well, to be fair. Um, it's just he never really knew where the ball was going to go when he knocked it past someone. Um, but Seema knows how quick he is. He knows he's got the pace on pretty much any defender he's going to come up against. And if he sees the space, he's very good at knocking it so far out of their reach to give him the distance to, to get to it, but also not too far out of the reach that someone will come across and clear it. It's a, it's a really sort of big talent to have in a player. Um, he's a big physical presence. He's strong. He's pretty good in the air. He, he's he's got a nice little touch on him. The only thing is, he just I'd like him to be a little bit more clinical. If I'm really picking holes in it, um, you know, the one today he's, he's he's sort of volleyed over the bar, so he's taking it down really well. And then that other one in behind, and not just because I had him for another shot on target, but that one in behind where he shanked it, and I, I don't know how he's not hit the target is is beyond me. Um, but yeah, he's, he's such a good player for us. He's such a big player. And like I said on the pre-match pod, even if he's not having a good game, he's he's such a threat to a defence. He's You've always got to keep an eye on him because he, he it's a bit like a better version of Rabi Matondo with that speed. When you have that asset, it doesn't matter if you're having a bad game. If the defence switches off once, you're in behind and no one's catching mm-hmm. you. So they've mm-hmm. always got to be aware. They've always got to be switched on. And, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's a huge asset to have. And it's, it's it's going to be very hard to replace him. I can't see any world where we sign him. I would love to, but I can't see any world where it happens. Um, so it's it's already at like the pessimist in me is already thinking, how do we replace Seema for for next season? But um, just on another positive note, off of the back of um, tonight's result, unless a very very specific set of results happen, 
uh, our coefficient is guaranteed to be better next year than it was this year. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say too much on that. Right, I want to I want to stay positive, <laughs> so I don't want to say too much on the whole coefficient thing. Um, Louis Martin, um, super chat. Thank you very much. Um, treble and European final incoming, lads. Great one. I love the fact that we don't get too ahead of ourselves after a win in Europe. It's superb, but um, you certainly win the. I mean, I think the fact that last the last game you won, I think I said we're going to win the quadruple. So there you go. Um, fact, David, with a super chat as well. Thank you very, very much. Um, is the players, including Butland, Danilo, Cantwell, Raskin, and Dessers, may come good? Show that Bill did some good at Rangers. Connor, I will take that to you. Um, we have buried Michael Beal several times on this show. Um, we have been upset with him. We've been angry. We have said a lot of things. But he did bring in Butland. He did bring in Danilo. He did bring in Campbell, Raskin. We'll leave Dessers to the side now. Um, but has he has he done some good for our football club? Um, yeah, and maybe in terms of bringing those players in, then, yeah, they're starting to work out now. But with the exception of Dessers, I think he's still got a bit to go. Although, actually, the wee cameo appearance he had, I didn't think he did badly at all. I think his hold-up play was pretty good. Um, and the little way back for, for McCausland was, that was some good play. McCausland misses, but um, yeah, no positives to him tonight. But look, yeah, bring those players in was good, but you've got to also remember, if you're seeing how good these players can be now with proper manager, that shows that Michael Beale might have seen they could be good players, but he had no clue how on earth he was going to get um, anything out of them that remotely resembled good performances. Um, so, yeah, you can say a manager's done good by bringing players in, but then, you know, every manager has players that they identify at work. I mean, look at Pedro Cascina. Nobody's going to say he done a good thing for the football club. He didn't, but he did, however, manage to bring in uh, a guy, you know, Fredo Morelos and Daniel Kindias, no, who were good players. No, he didn't. Jonathan Johansson brought in Alfredo Morelos. Yeah, well, okay. Well, okay. Well, he brought in Daniel Candace, didn't he? And he, he can't. He was he was decent. No, he didn't. Um, Chief Scout brought in Daniel Candace. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. would have had to sign off on Morelos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but that's the point I'm making. So you're going to get that. Um, but it shows how lacking he was as an actual you know manager that, that he couldn't get anything out of them. Um, and in, in the times because it's been a short time that comments been there being to do say the couple of months. It's actually been a couple of weeks. You know. His first game was straight after the last international break. And also, we're going to another one very quickly. And he, he's come in and hit the ground running. Now, we all know there's going to be moments and we're going to have to have a bit of patience. But ultimately, you couldn't have hoped for a better start. Um, that being oh. said, you could have said the same thing about Michael Beale when he came in. So, <laughs> no, but it was it was completely different under Beale. It was, a, it was a completely different start under Beale for me. It, we were winning, but it never looked like it looks now. And oh, no, you, you, can, you can probably go back to previous podcasts over the last three years, and I've probably said that about every new manager that's came in. Um, but this one, <laughs> does feel, feel different. Now, we don't usually do this on the reaction, because um, we don't have the time. We usually leave this for just one normal uh, either Monday phone-in or Friday night show. But I'm going to bring this up really, really quickly. Ian, where are you on a battlefield, and where are you swinging an axe? No, Hugster was just watching Braveheart and fell asleep. <laughs> you you look so much like that bloke. It is unbelievable. 
<laughs> hey, look, a film a film career is very short. So I'm down a level, and here I am. Uh, let me tell you, podcasts don't pay much, so your career must have went right downhill after Braver. Um, so, <laughs> uh, new channel member Breezo, thank you very much. Um, who's been a member before, by the way? So welcome back, thank you. Um if you would like to become a member of the Rabble, then you can if you're on a desktop, which is a computer for you young people. Um, use the join button below the window. If you're on a mobile phone, get the link in the description. Click on that and you can become a member. And of course, you can help us by um, supporting our sponsors, NordVPN, the link for which is in the description. If you click on the link, you can get up to 63% off of a two-year deal, plus there's loads of other deals there as well if you're in the market um, for a VPN. Stu... Second half. Now, I wasn't expecting this to come out and it be exactly the same as the first half. You you knew that Sparta were going to reply in some kind of way. Um, but the second half, obviously they get their goal and we get our disallowed goal. We'll come to that in a wee second. The second half in general, though, was it as uncomfortable as it felt? Or once we get a chance to either watch the game back or have a kind of rethink... Um, was it not maybe as uncomfortable as it seemed? I, I was frustrated with our sloppiness at the start of the half. I thought we were wasting, and obviously, listen, Lambers was doing it, but everyone was doing it. Um, like I think Tab gave away. Tab couldn't beat the first man from from a corner again. He couldn't hit a cross in. He, he had that one where it was. I think we have a free kick, and it ends up back at Tab somehow, and and then he goes to clear it, and he gets closed down. Um, Lundstrom was, was having a couple of bad passes. Jack, Danilo, they were all just giving the ball away. And it, it was becoming really frustrating because you keep thinking if, if they get one chance and they score it, we're in big trouble here. Um, and they did. They got one chance and they scored it. And I thought we we're in big trouble here. But that said, I think if you watch the game back, it's probably not as bad as I thought it was. Um, it... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Towards the end, and I spoke about it at the start, it didn't. I didn't feel too much pressure and obviously I'm usually like a bag and as when they scored that goal I was certain we were drawing 2-2 but in extra time or stoppage time I didn't really have any nerves because we were just managing the game so so well and I just think it's it's probably a sign of how early into this project we actually are and and it is hard not to get ahead of yourselves because we had such an excellent first half and and every game we've seen positives we've, we've seen improvement under Clement um, they're, they're, and, and like I said, there will be bumps in the road along the way. These players have had experience of, you know, not throwing games away, but they've they've had experience of mad moments and conceding silly goals. And, and all of a sudden we've, we've, you know, gone from three points to a point. So the fact that we didn't do that today, we, we looked confident towards the end of the game, that, that's a huge positive for me. So, yeah, I think at the time it was a bit nervy because you just, 
you just worry you, more you're in the moment aren't you you're yeah and i think if you take a step back and and i think if you watch that game back that second half probably wasn't as bad as i thought it was like you say a natural dip in in the intensity because that's just what happens in football sometimes um, but Prague, I don't think, offered enough to ever really deserve anything out of that game. Even when we were sort of giving up a bit of possession and dropping a bit deeper, I don't, I still don't think they did enough to to really warrant anything out of that game. Um, and I think Brian Prisco was was pretty honest in his assessment of it when he said Rangers were the better team. And, and I think that just sums up the game. We were the better team and, and we got what we deserved. Maybe should have been a little bit clearer than we were, but we got what we deserved at the end of it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm just an ultimate pessimistic person. Um, so you can imagine when it's like watching a game with me, it's oh, we're going to get beat. Oh, they're going to they're going to score four. They've scored one. They're going to. I'm a nightmare. I, I, I prefer to just sit in my own and and watch the game. Just quickly, um, the fact that he's coming back on his on his super chat, I didn't say he was a good manager. I said did he do some good, as in bringing good players. I think it's still too raw, just to, to admit that. <laughs> it's basically the. The long and short of, of that answer. And, you know, Ian Thompson, the second half of a lack of squad players caught up with. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Although we're going to come on to one of those players very, very quickly. But I've got quite a bit of housekeeping to do here. So, Blue Bells are blue, gifted 10 memberships. Thank you very, very, very much. Um, and we've also got another new member. Is that you, Dave? Um, who's been a member before as well. Um, so, thank you very much for joining back. And Denzel Merrick, um, fantastic offer. Um, and I've actually, and, and I'm not a big reader, and I've read most of his books. Fantastic offer. Um, with a super chat, Lammers, is it working now? We've already sort of discussed it, but Ian, I'll take that um, super chat to you. Um, Lammers, is it working now? If he's not putting that nine ninety nine on to take that Lammers and have him at home, he can take him. Um, I don't think Lammers is working now. Um, someone put in the, the chat earlier on, Lammers or Hadji, I'd take, I'd swap them over in January and say, right, actually, we didn't give you Hadji, we, we conjure, this is Hadji, and take Hadji back and put him in Lammers' name and, this, and play him. I don't think it's working now. I don't think it's going to work. There's a player in there, but that player's not going to suit playing for us. Um, it's going to be, it's an Italian. Lammers, I mean, he struggled in Italy, but I think that's the sort of pace that he, he, he's more suited to, the, the the rough and tumble of our league. It's not for him. So I don't think it's going to work. And no, he's not working now. No, uh, massive thanks there to Denzel. Um, he's actually, he's, I can actually class him as a very good friend. Um, he's a lot nicer to me than all yous anyway. Um, Ian, Stu and Connor, he's much nicer to me than you guys. And quite a lot of guys in the comments. I'm getting stoned I'll, in the comments. I'll pay for a taxi if you get halfway across Glasgow for a drink once. I'm not having that. Yeah, that's because you told me you were two minutes away and you wanted two minutes away. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, their goal, Connor. Um, you know that way I'm sitting and I don't know if it is just my own pessimistic mindset, but I was sitting and as soon as you scored, you do that thing that most supporters do probably where you say to yourself, no, that was coming. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I, I must admit, I, I personally, <clears throat> although we had had a few sort of narrow moments to that point, we had kind of dealt with them, you know, well enough in the end up. And I, I did think at that point we were maybe going to see out the clean sheet. <sighs> but, the, I mean, I, I do think to be just slightly critical in a defence, I think that goal's far too easy for Sparta Prague. I think it's, it's a couple of passes and we're absolutely 
you know, at sixes and sevens, um, and you've got a player running in, you know, eight yards out for your goal, all sorts of space, and he can pick any spot in the net to finish it. Um, you know, as good as Butland is, he wasn't going to say that because, to be fair, and I'm not no. going to try and pronounce his name because um, I will not make an arse of myself. Um, but when that boy came on um, for Sparta, he was probably the best change their manager made because he did look a bit of a threat. You know, he had moments in the game he thought, mm, you know, he's not a bad player, this guy. Um, and he steps on and scores a goal. But as I said, the defence has to be tighter. Um, you know, turnovers poor, then he's, he's come up winning, cut it across. And I don't know what, why the boy's got all the space in the world to pick the pass out in the, you know, the edge of the box. I can't, it's unforgivable um, to give him that sort of space. And we had a few wee warning shots earlier with those spaces open up. Um, so I, I think it was kind of, no so much a case of, yeah, that was coming, more a, right, you know, what's coming next? Because, you know, I was saying before this, it's the slight part of, of our game that we're still needing to just pick up a bit as our confidence just seems to take an absolutely catastrophic hit whenever we can see the goal. And you've just got to be calm in that situation because you're still winning the game. You know, yes, we do get a ball up the park and we get a goal disallowed almost immediately after that. But once that decision's happened and then the players have settled themselves into the idea that it's 2-1 and all of a sudden you don't have as much breathing space, it's, oh, wait, you know, it's a bit of panic for the next 10 minutes and you're just kind of going, you just calm it down, play simple. There's no need to do anything rash because you're still in control in the game. You know, you're going to concede goals, you're going to have setbacks, you've just got to deal with them. Um, in the end, we did deal with it well enough and we did get the win. Um, but again, it... it it shows that our defence, I think, still needs just a little bit of work um, in those areas and a, a bit more confidence injected into themselves. You know, just because you can see the goal doesn't mean that that's it, it's the end of the world. Um, you know, just read, just dust yourself off, it's done, move on for it. You know, that, that's what they've got to do and have the confidence to go, fine, we've made one mistake there, we're not going to make another. That's To me, that's the approach they've got to, you know, start taking. That's how much the comments are affecting me. That blue nose Sparky says something and I move corner. Um, but there you go. Um, Ian Connor mentioned that we got a goal pretty much straight after we conceded. Um, the referee linesman gave it. It went to VAR and it was chopped off. Um, for me, correct decision. As painful as that is. Overall, yeah. I mean, he's not meant to. It's accidental, but it's the correct decision. Um, took me a while to realise what was going on, um, but because I was in conversation with my daughter at the time because she was moaning about the goal, and then Danilo puts it in, and then she's getting excited, and I'm like, "Well, calm down," because I think Vara having a look at this, um, and all that over messenger, and then so I was like, "Oh, well, I don't know what's going on anymore," uh, but yeah, correct decision overall. He, he does catch him, and that that angle is. As Koisty was saying, it didn't look anything in it. There wasn't enough in it. And then he saw the angle the referee's going to see and instantly gets foul. Um, and you can't... It, it's one of the soft variety. But as Chris Boyd once legendary said, that... Um, oh, one of my likes has just gone out. Um, that uh, you can have hard-boiled eggs and you can have soft-boiled eggs, but they're still an egg. So, correct. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that is the perfect analogy. Um, you know, uh, Ian saying correct decision soft but correct and Stu 
John from the Isle of Man, Danilo was watching the ball, not the player. That doesn't make any difference. No, it's it's completely accidental. He's he's never meant it in a million years, but he's he's unfortunately stopped the player getting the ball, um, and and he doesn't mean to. But yeah, it's I, I, the funny thing is, I think if he doesn't, if they don't accidentally sort of tangle, he probably still scores anyway because the the player sort of got caught under the ball. Um, I, I think he probably would have taken that down and 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 maybe not had as much time. But yeah, laws of the game, it is a foul. It's unfortunate because it was a great response. Uh, I was literally moaning in the chat and I thought, oh, never mind. <laughs> <He> scored it <laughs> because I just couldn't believe how quick it happened. Just one long ball took their whole team out of the game. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, it was it was another calm, composed finish. Just just a shame it got because I think that would have absolutely killed them. And I think we'd have probably got on score one, maybe two more after that. If 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 you kill a team off, like they come back off so quickly, um, just made it a little bit more nervy for us. But yeah, absolutely a foul. And Stu, probably not the biggest positive from the night, because the biggest positive was obviously the win. Um, and there's only maybe three or four occasions, but Ross McCausland, um if you're trying to get a place in that team, that is exactly how you do it when you come on that park. I, did, I didn't even realise his passing was that good. Yeah, and I was the same. I, I, I thought he was going to he come on and I thought he needed to come on and and I, my, my dad was texting me because he was like, how's Lammers still on the pitch? I can't believe this. He's going mental. Um, and I was like, look, to be fair, Campwell, as good as he is, he runs himself into the ground, right? And and that's why he's, he's he comes off when he comes off because he's, he's literally got nothing left in the tank. Um, McCausland, I thought, was just going to come on, give us some energy. And the first thing he does is play an absolute wonder ball through to Danilo. And, and we probably should go on to score from there, really. Um, he, he was excellent. Everything he did was was just it. It was like I said before on the on the pre match pod. I didn't know if McCausland's at this level because we haven't seen enough of him. But what he will bring is that rawness, and and he's not sort of inhibited by, you know, being almost. Oh, I, I shouldn't really play that pass. I, sh- I should turn out and look for. Him. He he plays the pass he thinks is the correct pass, and and nine times out of ten that is the correct pass. And and the weight of the ball was was sensational. Almost got himself a goal as well. It was a really good save from the keeper down with his feet because that just that's nestling in the bottom corner. Um, and it, yeah, he was he was just like a little I don't know. He was, he was just like a little terrier, wasn't he? He just, he just wouldn't leave players alone, nipping at their heels. And and every time he got the ball, he looked to make something happen. And yeah, like you said, if if you if you were trying to stake a claim from the bench, I think you you can't do much more. Than he has done tonight, and and at the very least, I think we'll be seeing him come off the bench a lot earlier in the next game. If not, maybe in with a shout of starting it. Um, but the future looks pretty bright at the moment. We've got a manager that is obviously willing to play youth, w- willing to give him a chance, um, and and we've seemingly got some really good youth players coming through. And uh, obviously, mm-hmm. we've, we've already talked about King and. And listen, we don't know what's going to happen with Lowry, but we know he's a talented boy. We've got Bailey Royce, we've got McCausland, we've got Lovelace. There's a lot of talent in that youth team. That Aaron Lyle, you know, I'm probably going to miss out some here, but a lot of boys now that have really got a chance to push on because I think Clement will give them their chance if if they want it enough and, and they go and show the, the sort of desire and, you know, impact that McCausland showed tonight. And he almost, I think it was Herenveen, I think, we, we we tried to send him out on loan while he was in the B team, and I think some I don't know what happened, but he ended up not going out on loan. And if you had asked me 
who's going to break through first and, you know, possibly have a chance under either, obviously, Beale um, or now Clement. Um, I would have had Aaron Lyle. I would have had Bailey Rice. I would have had Lowry. I would have had Lovelace um, ahead of uh, Ross. And it just goes to show you never know what's going to happen. And the, the beautiful thing, Connor, about having a youth player come in, not that, not for every youth player, um, but it's that that confidence, that not giving a fuck, that I'm going to play that pass, I'm going to make that run, I'm going to I'm going to cross that ball, and I'm going to shoot for there. There's no fear. No, but exactly. You know, he's got nothing to lose in the game himself. You know, he's going to have to prove what he's he's capable of and to put himself in in Clement's mind for a start. Because to, for my, me personally, he, he's edging ever closer to, to be starting in a game. I, I, I don't think he will start against Livingston. Um, because again, I, I don't think he I would not be against it at all. I'd be quite happy if he did because of how he's been playing. Because um, some of the, I mean, the pass he plays, plays through to Danilo, that is, that's the kind of pass that Tav used to play a few years ago, um, you know, when he was really hitting his best form, you know, just absolutely splitting the defence open. Um, and to be fair, Danilo should probably square it to Seema earlier than he does, but Seema he doesn't, maybe he's got to then take an extra touch and just have the shot himself at that point. And, and McCausland gets a, um, an assist. I just hope, and I don't know if the guys would agree, I hope with McCausland that we don't do a similar thing to what we've done with Nathan Patterson and, and that we just take the first really good offer we get for him because whilst yeah, at the time, you know, £12 million, I get why we accepted it, but there was so much more we could have got out of Nathan Patterson. Um, and look what's happened when he's went to Everton. He's done next to nothing. You know, he's had some games here or there, but it's not really worked for him as much as you'd like. Down. And there goes the internet. I'm going to just jump in straight away because we know what happens here. And he always blames it on the VPN, but it's no. He's just too cheap to get decent internet. Um, we'll bring Connor back in when he comes back, Ian. But I suppose um, a, a negative from tonight was in the, the very, very, very final stages of the game. Connor Goldson picks up a yellow card, which means he's now out of the next European game. He did, and I know that uh, everyone's going to agree here, but it was definitely a booking in my eyes. The only thing that saves him from the booking, and in the old days, it probably would have saved him from a booking, is if the flag goes up straight away, that doesn't happen. And that's where that role frustrates the hell out of me, because if it's, if it's offside, it's offside. Just give it. I understand why they do it, and I know the rules have changed, but that was the only thing that would have saved him is if the flag went up earlier. But overall, it was a booking. But as you alluded to before we came on, at least it's not Betis we're heading off to next. It's Limassol at home. So, And you do know that by actually saying that on the podcast, that's going to come back and bite us in the arse. That's why you say it before you come on. Well, I'm, I don't know. We, we like to be a meme every now and again. I don't think no, I've been one yet. I'm just saying if we drop points now against Limassol, it's all Ian's fault. Well, yeah, I'll take it. I'm 100%, 100% all Ian's fault. Um, right, okay, um, Stu, so in terms of the group then, um, that one tonight, it almost it basically guarantees us European football after Christmas, whether that be Europa League or um, Conference. Um, but you would like to think, you would like to hope now that we're going into that final game against Betis already through. 
You would think so. Um, yeah, like like you say, is we're almost guaranteed Europe. As I said earlier, there's a very specific set of results that have to happen. That is, we have to lose to Aris and Sparta have to beat Betis. Then we have to lose um, to Betis and Aris and Sparta have to draw with each other. That's the only way we can finish bottom of this group. Um, we can draw at Aris and, and be guaranteed our place at Aris, at Ibrox, um, against Aris. We can draw that game and if Betis win against Sparta, we're through. So there's there's a few ways of, of us being able to finish second quite comfortably. But the main thing is we should be going out and winning that game anyway because we've got a few wrongs to put right um, after that performance away from home in, in Cyprus. So we've definitely got to go and show that we're a much better team than that. And I think we will win that game. You, you're guaranteed to be through and, and then you've got a, you know, a small chance of maybe topping the group. We, we've already um, beaten better. So we... <laughs> we I totally agree, by the way. My head's been... gone. <laughs> We have the advantage of the head-to-head record if, if we do beat them. So we'd finish top on, on any sort of... I don't even know if it can go down to goals or anything. Um, first place, I don't see why it isn't realistic, if, if, if I'm completely honest. You know, we, we beat Aris. We we may need, you know, maybe we get a, a result, Sparta and Betis, we don't know. But either way, we go out and we win our last two games. And it's not going to be easy going away from home and, and winning in Spain. But well, if we well go... so basically, we beat Aris. Right, and if we beat Aris, um, and uh, Betis and Sparta draw, we're guaranteed second. I think if um, we beat Aris, is it not regardless we're guaranteed second? Yeah, we are because Sparta are three points behind us, and we've got. A oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, we are. Yeah, we beat Aris, we're guaranteed. I've just hurt everyone's heads even more. So there you go. Pride, man, organ, there, man. That's absolutely gone. Right, okay, that's been an hour, folks. It's now ten past eleven. I guarantee you, most people are are uh, dying to go to their bed. Before that, I will uh, give one shout-out um, if I can find the comment. Very, there are so many comments. Um, there we go. Um, Ian Dill. Um, Praise the Union Bear banner. It deserves a shout-out. Pure quality. Connor, they never fail with the banners. Um, and it was, and I, I caught it, obviously, we just finished the build-up and I managed to just catch it. Phenomenal. What did it say? Sorry, I missed it. I never He's seen an absolute nightmare of a man. I never seen the build up. I, ch- I literally got back in and tuned into the game just as anybody, anybody see the banner. Yeah, Stu, help me out here. I'm not even on mute. Sorry, I was <laughs> trying to take myself off mute. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was it was a tremendous banner. Actually, it, it looked it looked absolutely amazing. And you see a sort of as the players line up, you saw a few of them sort of pluck it and, and look over at it. And I think. Even not just our players, it was it was an amazing thing for the players to see that the fans are with them, blah blah blah. But you know the 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 away team coming into that atmosphere and, and that huge tifo up on the, on the the stand is it's so daunting and it's a daunting place to come anyway. They were discussing it in commentary, like the, the you know Sparta with themselves were saying, or the Czech media with themselves were saying how difficult a place Ibrox is to go and and things like that just add to the atmosphere and, and add to the whole feel of it. So um, yeah, can't look. I completely agree. With Martin, they um they never miss with with the banners and the tifos. It was absolutely excellent tonight. And that, that must have cost an absolute fortune, by the way. That must have cost an absolute fortune. Um, yeah, okay. So we'll leave it there, folks. We're back tomorrow night. Um, it's either going to be seven or half past seven. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure on the time yet, but make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Um, I will be putting it out on the community page exactly what time the show's going to start at. 
um, tomorrow. Give the show a like as well if you haven't already. Um, the more likes it gets, the more it's shared throughout the YouTube algorithm um, and stuff. Massive thanks to everybody who put in a super chat um, for helping to support the pod. Um, all the new members that we've got, um, all the guys that, get, that gifted out memberships, superb. Everybody in the comments, all your comments are absolutely fantastic. Sometimes they put me off, I'm not going to lie, because I read them and I start laughing and I forget what I'm going to talk about, but they're absolutely fantastic. Um I've got such a good community here on the Rabble. It really is. It's phenomenal. So like I say, if you haven't already, subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on all the socials. The links are in the description. Click the link in the description for NordVPN. Have a look at their deals if you're looking for one. Um, but by doing that, you help support the podcast. Um, Stu, Ian and Connor, thank you very much as ever for joining me, especially this late at night because I know it's well past Stu's bedtime. Um, and Ian's got that play and he's ready to use it. And Connor wants to finish that six-litre jug of juice that he had. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. A great result for Rangers. We're almost there in the Europa League. We're one of the... I know Aberdeen got a draw, but we are the team flying the flag in Europe, as per usual, for Scotland and helping along with that coefficient. And long may our continued success in Europe bar last season. We'll gloss over that. Continue. So, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll speak to you again very, very soon. Podcast Network.